when you see him, it's like, cousin. Hey, cousin. How you doing, cousin? And it's right. like, if we saw everybody as like almost a member of a Black family reunion, I think it would just be so beautiful. Just, um, I mean, it's not like we're completely divided right now, but I suppose the the diaspora spread so thin and there's so many different experiences within the Black experience um, yeah. that it divides us up a little bit. Yeah. Hey guys, it's E. Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on my podcast, E Inspires. So today, um, as you guys all should know, it is Black History Month, so why not do a podcast on it? Um, and why not bring a good friend of mine, Noye, um, on this episode to talk about it? Um, so just introduce yourself a little bit, Noye, um, what you do, where you're located. Okay. Hey guys. So my name is Noye Stansberry. Um, currently I'm located in Los Angeles, mid city. Um, I'm an artist, so I'm, I paint pictures, uh, commission pieces. Um, pretty much that's the basis of what I'm doing, but I just want to say I'm super excited to be on this episode. Black history has inspired me in literally every facet of life. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Erin, for inviting me on. No problem. No problem. I know, you know, you are, um about the history you're about the art you're about the culture um Mm -hmm. and I just wanted you to come on and speak about it um so just to start you know what does kind of Black History Month represent to you Black History Month in a whole for me is just opportunity and it shows um just the resilience and strength of Black people and the opportunity for us to go further as um as a community as people um (laughs) yeah right right and you know really black history month is uh, it's an annual celebration you know it's for achievements by african americans you know it's Mm -hmm. a time for recognizing them the roles they've played you know the history that they've you know grown to this decade um so overall you know what do you think black history month or and it it might have it you know how Mm -hmm. has black history month helped the overall you know black community um in your perspective um, for me, I Black history always just puts a mirror up in front of like each Black person and shows us um, our value and what we've been through. Right. And I think as a community, it's helped us a lot just by us being reflective, um, appreciating ourselves and taking that time to, even even if it's not just the month, just throughout the year, just taking that time to appreciate our ancestors and, you know, follow their their lead, you know. Um, right walk on that path that they they paved for us right completely completely yeah mm-hmm. you know in my, my perspective I think black history month is a time to represent blacks and a lot mm-hmm. of people kind of you know there's kind of a controversy on what exactly what is, is black history month what is the purpose of the month mm-hmm. um so within this black community what are your you know thoughts on on the black, the current black community overall, are there you know any changes you feel like should be made? Any you know pros, any cons? Yeah, you know I was just having this discussion with my uh, my good friend. Um, we were just talking about you know how sometimes you go in the conversation like, oh, what's wrong with the black people? 
or blah, blah, right, blah. Right. So, you know, for, for me, my overall perspective is very positive. I feel like as a community, we've, um, we've started to unify a little bit more, lift each other up a little bit more. As far as I can see, maybe it's just like the social media lens that I see like, hey, sis, or, you know, do what you got to do. Right, um, right. Stuff like that. But I feel like in general, we've, we broadened our perspective a little bit more. Like we realized that the only path to success isn't just uh, college. It's not just this or that. I think we've um, figured out that we can pave our way and it's not, you know, we don't always have to follow the rule book of what's been set before us, like right. what preceded what we're doing now. So I don't know. Completely, I'm excited completely. for our generation and what we're doing. Yeah, completely. And I like how you said, you know, we're kind of doing um, what we're doing. A, a lot of people in the Black community feel like, you know, they have to represent for someone else. They have to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of drag on or carry on something in their family. Or, right. Um, and, you know, that's not necessarily um, always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, to be more in-depth and specific um, about mental health in the Black community, what are your thoughts on that? Any pros or cons? Um, lately, I mean, like, I suppose the discussion is a pro and it's moving us forward, but we're in this, like, the beginning stages of even accepting that Black people aren't being weak if we're mentally, you know, if we're depressed or if we don't want to leave, completely, you know, the bed or, you know, weak or whatever stigmas attached that, you know, Black women, we, not Black women, but Black people in general put on each other. Um, Right. So I feel like as a whole we have so much just trauma and so much to work through that this I mean the beginning is special but shit we oh, excuse me we have a lot no you're completely a lot to go do. ahead you're fine okay yeah so we got a lot a lot to do but we don't know yeah yeah I agree with you um I do think that the idea of black mental health and you know not me not stereotyping that Black people think that they're, you know, mentally healthy is because mm-hmm. of the past that Black people have been through. You know, is it something? Yeah, that that's a good way to think about it. Because of the past that we've been mm-hmm. through, I I would say so. And I think just the just the fighting fighter mentality, like we're always on the defense, always feeling like if we miss a beat, then the world is going to pass us up, and we're just going to be yeah. you know, left behind. So, um, yeah. I think it's one of those things that. I mean, grandparents, everybody pushes in you like, oh, girl, you ain't sick. You're going to go to school or whatever. It's like. Right. Right. That that mentality, though, it's um, it's something that we pride ourselves on, that our ancestors and whatnot are so strong and, you know, do what they have to do through all these. Um, what's the, my word? Uh, through all these difficulties that they had to face. Right. But, you know, for me, I just. I just kind of wish um, vulnerability was something that was more um, taught to us, you know, not always to be strong, not always to hide our problems, our feelings, you know, to actually express them. Uh, That would help a lot. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. We need we definitely need more vulnerable, vulnerable black figures um, Mm -hmm. in this community for sure. Um, But that's definitely a process. Um, I do definitely think this is a start towards. Um, you know, Black right. mental health and talking about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to kind of get into, you know, um, more fun, more, you know, upgoing questions. We don't have to be so serious <laughs> now. <laughs> so, you know, what is, you know, a Black influencer or someone you kind of cor- correlate with um, most in this in the Black community? Um, let's see. 
So when you first, when I first read this question, I was like, I was thinking really historical. So I yeah. went on and I was like, oh, Eartha Kit. So I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you, you know, the older example first. Right, of um, course. So for me, she's like a good example just for Black femininity and, um, you know, fighting adversity to become just like you and yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, with her, she like, I know she was a child of rape by a white man raped her mother and you know through her life just from that rocky beginnings always had a hard time but um you know she she got in the star I mean show business and everything and became big but one thing that stood out to me was her statement about like the Vietnam War back in the day she was pretty much just saying um let me get a direct quote for you give me one second all right so Eartha Kitt one of the things that she said that kind of resonated with me she said, um, you send the best of this country off to, the, uh, to be shot and maimed. They rebel in the streets. They will take pot and they will get high. They don't go to school because they will. Oh, my bad. Let me read, read that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So. So one thing that Eartha Kitt says that said that resonated me regarding the um, Vietnam War was she said, you send the best of this country off to be shot and maimed. They rebel in the streets. They will take pot and they will get high. They don't want to go to school because they will be snatched off from their mothers to be shot in Vietnam. So mm-hmm. with that quote um, alone, she got blackballed from America, like the show business scene. Right, and right. apparently just from her blatant honesty about, you know, the condition of black Americans and just the it, the craziness of, you know, sending all these black people to war um, for a country that really doesn't fight for them. Right. Um, a similar sentiment to like what Malcolm X would have said. Right. Like to me, right. as a woman, um, I'm sure at the time she didn't know it would like really risk her the state of her career, but the fact that she was kind of unapologetic about just the truth, right. to me is yeah. is very powerful. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and it's, it just, it stays with me as just like a person, whatever injustice that's going on or something I believe in strongly. Um, I just think to take the unwavering path where it's just like, it's, you know, it's the truth. Yeah. And, um, you know, I love that. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to add on to, you know, an influencer of mine and she kind of does this, um, in, in the movies that she directs and promotes, um, mm-hmm. off her network BET. Um, I'm sorry, not BET. Um, mm-hmm. the network's not coming off the top of my head, but Oprah Winfrey. So, um, Oh, um, yeah, why isn't the network coming off the top of, <laughs> top of my head? Um, it's but okay. it's a black-owned network. Um, she does a lot of a lot of movies in the sense of what you were saying. You know, very un- mm-hmm. unapologetic about their race. You know, mm-hmm. um, and um, not only that, you know how she started her own um, black network black network but she was the first black multi-billionaire you know first woman black multi-billionaire and I think these are um people that the black community needs to look up to more you know she isn't as um prominent as known um or as really like idolized as she should be you know um Mm -hmm. and um not only that you know she she reinvents um you know her talk show with you know to focus on literature you know self-improvement um, spirituality and even mindfulness yeah. and those are all things that the black community really needs in my opinion is more um, mm-hmm. self-improvement you know being more mindful and honestly being more spiritual um, 
And so, yeah, that is definitely an influencer of mine. Was there somebody else, you know, that's the point I think you wanted to mention? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's see uh, some other people probably would be, I love the positivity and the boldness of Tracy Ellis Ross. I just Mm, like, I love her style, the way she, the way she ain't got no man and she's okay with it. Like she's grown. Oh, she has her own little spot, you know, doing what she has to do, but independently and just so bright like her personality so bright um I love that yeah I love that these are definitely um really really great individuals I I really Mm -hmm. appreciate you sharing because a lot of people I didn't forgot you know what I mean like I forgot yeah I'm like oh you right Um, right I'm raggedy because I actually didn't really know the the woman you were talking about what's what's her name again Oprah Winfrey oh (laughs) you know Oprah (laughs) Girl, I know Oprah. You know what? The way you were talking about her made it seem like it was somebody like below Oprah that I had no clue about. But okay, Oprah. But yeah, yeah, you know, Oprah girl, we love you, girl. Yeah, we love Oprah. But you know, <laughs> as far as her, um, you know, her, her statement, her purpose, yeah, you know, we kind of forget, mm-hmm. we forget about it. And um, I wanted, I wanted to bring her back up because a lot of the TV shows we watch, she's watch, we she's introduced for us. She has about forty five plus you know black owned that's what it is owned um that she's created for us you know queen Mm -hmm. sugar you know green leaf Um, right circulating that coint yeah a lot of these movies and shows we you know we watch and um i just wanted to recognize her um so to to kind of continue excuse me what is something you you kind of wish for or um you want to see more of within the black community oh girl let's see so the first one would be unity because i mean it's there but when i look at other races i just notice they really stick together like yeah that coin stays in their community i i don't know the exact numbers but ours is like um, like three days of how um how long the black dollar stays in our community so, yeah. I mean, not only financial unity, but even just socially, like I just watched um, Poetic Justice and, you know, the scene where um, where they pull up at the family reunion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just the way it was like, hey, cousin, or just how you act at family reunions, like you don't know all these people, like you don't know all these niggas. Who are they? Right. But when you <laughs> when you see them, it's like, cousin, hey, cousin, how you doing, cousin? And it's right. like. If we saw everybody as like almost a member of a black family reunion, I think it would just be so beautiful. Just, um, I mean, it's not like we're completely divided right now, but I suppose the the diaspora spread so thin and there's so many different experiences within the black experience yeah. um, that it divides us up a little bit. Yeah, I, know, I would so. I would definitely agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I feel like African Americans have been through some of the most trauma, um, mm-hmm. and that is definitely a dividence between the way we communicate and the way we honestly are vulnerable. And right, and um, it, it makes sense, I guess, um, if you think about from the beginning, the whole our whole memory was forged on division within each other. You know. Right. At least our Black American consciousness. So, you yeah. know, we're starting from a hard place, but I believe we can we can yeah. get there, get tighter. Definitely. Um, you know, as far as far as my opinion on, um, you know, something I wish to see more of in the Black community, um, it's just more kind of like strength. 
um, mm-hmm. more strength. I mean, we're we're strong ass individuals, and I, I don't think we realize our potential. Um, yeah. Um, because we're we're not really putting it all in, you know, the community. And mm-hmm. um, I think you know, being more strength and connected in the community might help the financial. Um, aspect that we have within the black community because it is terrible you know it is declining and yeah um the more we are you know strengthening being connected in the black community the more we the more entre- entrepreneurs we can have you know the more individual that's it. um that's you it. know yeah the more individual and um corporate initiated initiatives mm-hmm. you know we can have to help people um and in, in our and our people really um, right. So I really, really love that. I, I thank you for sharing. I think you you hit some really, really good points. Um, as far as the Black community overall, just Black History Month overall, um, I know you perfect, you know, the history, the art, and the culture. And is there anything else you want to say um, just to kind of close off this episode and um, kind of leave a word in to the rest of Black History Month? Well, sure. Um, so I was actually thinking about before you um you approached me to be on your amazing show I was like I was thinking about Black History Month um you know as a post like something to post about it and yeah I wrote not really a poem but just I love it I love it I'm <laughs> I'm a very like analogy type of person oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah you know when people talk to me they're like girl all you do is you kind of speak in analogy so yeah um, that's funny let, let me get this it's not even all the way a poem, but you you get the gist. No, I love it. Share whatever you want to share. I'm sure it will inspire someone. Right. All right. So, uh, Black History Month, or history in general, is the catalyst to inspiration and expression. My history, like a tree whose branches, branches stretch far and wide, produce leaves of ideas, experiences, and emotions which manifest themselves in our culture. Thank you to this tree and the roots which run so deep. I am who I am. Um, that's how I really see our history. Like we're a old oak tree that's been here for, you know, the whole, pretty much the existence of the universe yeah. as, far, as far as humans have been on it. Yeah. And there's just so much content in our roots. There's no way that we can't, you know, be great and, continue on this our legacy as black people um and be those people that are you know kids grandkids look up to like y'all was dope and I respect respect everything that you guys did for us you know yeah completely completely um definitely there's a lot of, there's a lot of things planted you right in that tree that we haven't really even dug up yet or you know Girl, the values, okay right so um, mm-hmm. I love that. I think that was awesome that you shared that, and it, it made a really, really great representation of of you know our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so any any last words before I let you go for my listeners? Um, I know this is an awesome episode. Just any last things you want to share? Let's see. Um, black people of America. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> we got to stick together. No, let me stop being raggedy, but uh, let's see what I want to say to the Black folks or others that may be listening. Um, I love y'all and, you know, the Blackness and the experiences that we share through the blood that runs through our veins. I respect my fellow Black people. I respect you, Erin, all that you do. Oh, um, bless you. Thank you. 
no problem. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm proud. I'm optimistic. And I think, you know, we always have to continue this legacy of celebrating Black History Month and spreading this knowledge. Never let that die because, never. you know, this, never. This, this stuff is real and it's important. We've been through too much to forget, you know, where we've been. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank you so much. Um, just something to close off. Um, there was someone who recently um, had committed suicide, Black individual. I, I don't know the name off the top of my head. So I just want to mm-hmm. say, um, you know, the suicide attempts by Black teens are increasing. And, mm-hmm. um, and this is just important to me because a life is more precious than any hurt, right? And so right. Um, I just want to say, you guys, you know, if you see someone hurting, especially in the Black uh, community, and which is why I asked you about, you know, Black mental health, because it is something that is important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Black the black teen rate is increasing for suicide. So, guys, just be a friend, you know, be a be a good a good peer, be a good person, and look out mm-hmm. for individuals like these, because it's more common than you think. Right. Um, I love that you said yeah. that. Yeah, it, way more common than you think. And so... I just want to close off with that. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And no, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I had so much fun. On this episode for Black History Month. Uh-huh. Guys, please leave me your rating, leave me your reviews, and let me know your thoughts. Thank you again. Yep, yep. Thank you.